In the summer months, one happens upon little serenades in the streets almost every day when the weather is nice, and likewise at every hour of the day, sometimes even at one o'clock in the morning and even later. But these serenades don't consist in the mere accompaniment of a guitar, a mandolin, or of another similar instrument to a voice, as is the case in Italy and Spain, for here, one doesn't serenade the people in order to air one's grief or to confess one's love, for which there would be a thousand more comfortable opportunities. This music consists instead of quintets, sextets of woodwind instruments, and often of a complete woodwind orchestra. In this nocturnal music, the universality and the great amount of love for music shows itself most clearly. For no matter how often it is played at night and at hours when usually everyone is hurrying home, one soon notices people standing at their windows. And within a few minutes, the music is surrounded by a bunch of listeners who applaud a number of times, like at the theater, and who demand that a piece be repeated, and who rarely leave until the serenade has ended. And they often accompany the musicians in droves to other parts of the city. This quote from the Vienna Theater Almanac from the year 1754 shows best how popular open-air concerts were in Austria in the 18th century. It goes without saying that music for wind instruments was a part of these serenades. The concept Harmonie Musik appears approximately 1750 in Austria and Bohemia and Moravia, and what is meant by the term is woodwind music consisting of players two to a part, oboes, clarinets, French horns, and bassoons, flutes were an exception. Usually, Harmonie Musique was written for immediate use, and even great masters like Emmanuel Bach, Christian Bach, Beethoven, Mozart, Haydn, and Schubert did not shy away from the use of this genre. They were the ones who lent this more light-hearted muse its timelessness and significance. Due to this degree of quality, this music attained great popularity at the end of the 18th century, comparable approximately to the popularity of symphonies and string quartets. Words of clarinetist Dieter Klucker in notes for an album of wind band music by Mozart. There will be a summer serenade of this sort on Saturday evening along the Susquehanna in Tunkhannock in Riverside Park, the Dietrich Theater and the Northern Tier Symphony Orchestra, whose founder and music director is Robert Helmesy, will host a concert featuring the woodwind quintet of the Northern Tier Symphony with a program of pieces by Beethoven, Bach, Rossini, and more. The performance is free thanks to the support of the Overlook Estate Foundation as an event that caps off Founders Day in the town. Tom Bassett is the ensemble's clarinetist, and we had a chance to speak with him by phone about the Northern Tier Symphony and the concert. I've been with the symphony since it began in 2011, and the primary mission of the orchestra is to provide a place for musicians in the, in the area to be able to play and have an outlet for their classical music. And then, of course, another mission of the orchestra is to provide classical music to the community. And so they've been doing that for 10 years now, since 2011. And I've played clarinet with them during that time. I've also started to learn viola. And so occasionally I've played viola with them if there wasn't a clarinet part 
or if my availability was just a little bit lower, then I would play viola instead. But they played at many places locally, typically high schools. I know that they've played at Tunkhannock Middle School. That's their primary location. And then Abington Heights, uh, Blue Ridge, Montrose, Mountain View. They played at the Peckville Assembly of God. So we try to go to multiple places in the northern tier of Pennsylvania. And Maestro Helmacy has always told us that he's keen on choosing pieces for audience appeal, but also to make sure those of you who are musicians have a chance to be excited and be given music that's exciting for you to play. Yes, that's true. Absolutely. And it's tough, you know, to balance that because audiences aren't necessarily trained musicians, so they sometimes come in with something different in mind than maybe what the musicians want. So it's tough to to get the balance, but um, I think he's done a good job so far. Is your ensemble, your chamber ensemble, a new subset of the orchestra, or have you been doing this for a while? This is new. The orchestra, you know, like many things, uh, was unfortunately shut down for the pandemic. And so after not having a year of orchestra, we were trying to come up with ideas to get our name back out there and let the community know that we're still here and that we still want to play. And so I came up with the idea to start a woodwind quintet and sort of be like an awareness raiser, you know, for the orchestra. So five of us are going to be playing. That would be uh, a flute, oboe, clarinet, horn, and bassoon. That's a standard uh, woodwind quintet. And so we selected music that we're calling familiar classical music. So we're hoping that the audience will recognize most, if not all, of the pieces. Very popular, well-established classical pieces that are easy to listen to. And this will be our first time performing together, and it's just a way to represent the orchestra to the community. Can you introduce us to the other players? So Ed Wargo is playing flute. He's local. He lives in Scranton. Then we have Patricia Rollins, and she's playing oboe. She's actually from just over the border, New York. Then we have Robert Oldroyd, is playing horn. He is from the Troy area. Then, uh, of course, I'm playing clarinet. I'm from the Pittston area. And then we have Louisa Duer, and she plays bassoon, and she's from the Binghamton area. And so what is it that you're going to give to us, then, musically? We're going to play many popular classics. So we're going to play excerpts from Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, a Carmen Suite medley, Rossini's Barber of Seville, the Bach Little Fugue, the Beethoven Sonata Pathétique, and we're going to close with The Entertainer and The Stars and Stripes Forever in honor of Fourth of July being the next weekend. How fun. You're right about what lovely music, but it doesn't mean it's easy, right? That's right. It's, not, it's actually not all easy, and, and in some ways it can be more difficult because these pieces are arrangements for the Woodwind Quintet, and so originally they were for the entire orchestra, but they've been squeezed down into five instruments so often we have to play more than what we normally would, so it can be more taxing on on your mouth because you have to play the entire time versus just some of the time. And with everybody spread out and with pandemic protocols still in effect, how have you been rehearsing? So it's been easier since there's only five of us. Robert was able to have his church allow us to use that space. So that was, of course, you know, a big space. So we rehearsed there. And with only five of us, it's been pretty pretty easy to navigate. Now tell us, is there something about winds outside that makes us think, did Mozart do that? Yeah, traditionally, winds are associated with an outside venue because they tend to carry a little bit better. So I can think of, off the top of my head, Handel's water music. 
as well as Handel's Music for the Royal Fireworks. They were written originally intending for, I believe, somewhere around 24 oboes. And of course, string instruments as well, but he included horns and he included trumpets, knowing that they carry in, in these outside places. Then, of course, you had the military bands, which were comprised of wind instruments. And again, because the wind instrument carries outside. So that, that tradition, combined with the practicality of it, is, is kind of why winds are often associated with outside. Now, tell us about your clarinet. So I've played clarinet since I was 14. Before that, my mom signed me up for recorder lessons when I was four at Wilkes Conservatory. Back then, it was Wilkes Conservatory. And so I've been reading music and playing since I was four. So I've played uh, locally. I've, I've won a few competitions. I teach privately around here. And then very recently, I actually had a historical clarinet built for me. The builder's name is Steve Fox. He lives in Canada. So it's a model based on the 1745 clarinet, so one of the first clarinets. And that's because I personally have an interest in historical music uh, from that time period. Uh, that would be the Baroque period. And so it's, it's nice to be able to play on an instrument that sounded like exactly what it would have back then. So it, it just creates uh, a different and a more authentic experience. What composers would that include then? So back then, uh, very few, because the clarinet was new. So that would include mostly Vivaldi is what people know of. There's another composer, Moltaire, and Handel wrote one piece for clarinets as well. And how do you talk about the difference in sound? So that clarinet, to me, it's, it's just a little bit brighter, I would say, than the regular clarinet. It has a, maybe a pure type of sound, um, maybe a little bit more free. It, it's much lighter in weight than, than the regular modern clarinet. So I would think... You know, just the the less dense construction of it would allow for sort of a brighter, freer type of sound. Would you play Mozart on it, the Mozart clarinet concerto or the clarinet quintet on, on that instrument? Unfortunately, no, it would not be possible. So that would be a later clarinet model that was used that Mozart would have had available to him when he wrote those pieces. You write pieces, too. What kinds of things do you create? Do you write for your own instrument or others or chamber or orchestral? What kinds of things do you create? Yeah, I, I write for orchestra. I write for chamber groups. And of, and of course, I do write for clarinet. So my styles, I, like I said, I love Baroque music. A lot of my music is Baroque. But I do also write in modern styles, as well as other historical styles, like the Romantic era and the Classical era. One of my biggest projects, I guess you would say, would be my suites for clarinet and continuo. Those are important to me because they're the only ones that exist for that instrumentation. And uh, because the clarinet did not exist during the time when continuo was used, there were not suites originally written at that time for that. So uh, this is the first time that I can find, after searching around the internet, uh, this is the first time that these have existed. So it's exciting to me because it's, my, it's the instrument that I play combined with my favorite style of music. Whom do you get to play continuo as you render those suites? So I was able to give one presentation that was at Kutztown University. And the bassoon professor there, Valerie Trollinger, she played with me as the bass instrument. And then also the harpsichord professor, Dr. Robert Horton at Millersville University, he played harpsichord with us. Is there any way that we're going to be able to hear that sometime recorded? Do you have it up on YouTube or anything like that? Yes, it is on YouTube, actually.
Lovely, Tom. Thank you. Well, tell us the particulars about the concert this Saturday evening in Tunkhannock. Do you know Riverside Park? Actually, I have not been there yet, but I did see some pictures. It looks very nice. It's near the river. We'll be playing under the pavilion, and the pavilion looks quite large for a five-person group, so that's great. And then I'm told seating will be in the grass, and people can bring a blanket or a chair to watch the concert. Clarinetist Tom Bassett speaking with us about a concert performance this Saturday evening in Tonkanic. Tom Bassett is with the Northern Tier Symphony Orchestra, whose music director and founder is Robert Helmesy. And the symphony has now developed a woodwind quintet, and that's the ensemble to be featured Saturday evening at 7 o'clock in Riverside Park in Tonkanic, hosted by the Dietrich Theatre and the Northern Tier Symphony Orchestra. Thanks to the support of the Overlook Estate Foundation, the performance is free. You'll hear music of Beethoven and Bach and Rossini and Bizet and more. And it is a concert that will be out of doors, so you should take a blanket or a chair so that you can sit and enjoy the music and the lovely atmosphere. It's Riverside Park along the Susquehanna in Tonkanic. It's the culmination of Founders Day. And it's 7 in the evening. It's free. And if you need more information, on the web, northerntiersymphony.org, northerntiersymphony.org, or another partner, dietrichtheater.com, dietrichtheater.com. And thanks to Tom Bassett for sharing with us a little bit of one of his suites for clarinet and continuo. And if you go to YouTube and put in Tom Bassett, B-A-S-S-E-T-T, you can hear entire performances of two suites, the first and the third. ¶¶